This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 50 of the 2018 WEG Show on the Horse Radio Network for September the 12th. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Horseware, Bait Saddles, and Bed and Barn Farms. Today we bring you a wild day of endurance. The first rounds of dressage and reining, and a first look at the horses for eventing in the jog. Reese and Philip of the Dressage Radio Show help out with dressage, and many interviews from the day, including the world's number one inventor, Tim Price. Plus, we bring you the first edition of The People of Wag at the end of the show. Be sure to hang around for that. Welcome to the 2018 WEG Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Hello, I'm Samantha Clark. And this is Glenn Geek, and we are your hosts and guides to the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Welcome to our daily coverage of the Games. And with us tonight, we have special guests from the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. All the way from Canada, we have Philip Parks in the house. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good to have you, Philip. Philip is a Grand Prix rider up there in Canada and hosts the show and does a lot of training tips and things. And then also, we have another Grand Prix rider from Lexington, Kentucky, Reese Koffler-Stanfield. Hi, guys. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here. Hi, in the everybody. We're in the tonight. house. Cats. <laughs> our cats. Our, our Lexington ladies are here. Yes. And you guys have been hosting the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network for five, six years now. Six, almost six Every and a half. week. Every week. Every week for six and a half years. <laughs> yes. So we're used to this gig. Yeah, yeah we're okay right. with this. We're Not good with this. Not the first time on the mic. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're going to get back to you guys in a second to talk about your impressions of the first day of Dressage. About the first thing we're going to talk about every night for the next couple of days, and that's the hurricane. Uh, Auntie Flo is what she's being called now by many. Uh, and if you look at her picture, she has a big butt. Auntie Flo has a okay. big butt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So today's update, this we got from the WEG committee this afternoon at 3.50. It says today's update from the National Weather Service says that it's going to come in here now. They're saying on Sunday it's going to hit the border on Friday but not get here till Sunday evening. I think that's a little optimistic. I think it's going to be the rain bands are going to hit here before that. It's a big storm. It's 500 miles wide. Uh, and right now they're saying 30 to 40 mile an hour winds and a lot of rain. So we are expecting thunderstorms today, today, tomorrow, and into Friday. Not necessarily from Florence, but I think there'll be the outer bands will start to hit us. The storm is so big. So right now everything is a go as planned. They're not they did cancel all of the expo activities, all the demonstrations and things that were supposed to happen for next week. They canceled those today, so those people are all going home with their horses, which is very sad because we heard from some of them on our page, all the groups, they've been looking forward to this for a year, bringing their horses here to do demonstrations to highlight what they do best, and now they're heading home. So... It looks like the, the, <clears throat> the things that you'll be able to see when you come here, if you're still coming, is you'll be able to see competitions that you paid for. Plus, there's a theater over here that was very full today watching movies. Uh, we were, and it got packed during the rainstorm. It was full. <laughs> so uh, the movie, ha- the theater was very uh, popular, and then shopping, a lot of shopping. So that's the update on the weather. Uh, as of this point, we'll be back tomorrow, and it shouldn't be a problem tomorrow at all. Okay, let's go into 
I don't know what we're going to call it. Um, the <laughs> endurance, endurance gate. gate. Well, yeah, endurance gate. Perfect. Let's right. go into endurance gate. I like that. We oh, coined yeah. it. Uh, we we get it, it first. And we got it. Yeah, we got it. Okay. <laughs> we TM that. So let's start at the beginning of the day. The endurance race started at 6.30 this morning, and it was not it didn't start well. So apparently there was a lot of misdirection. We talked to people who were up there watching it, and they said there was just confusion everywhere. Apparently the riders didn't know where to go to start. So half of the riders went one place, and apparently some of the stewards directed some of the other riders. Like half the field, 70 of them went one place to start. Another went completely different place to well, start. Well, I think because they, they'd moved to start three times. So nobody was quite sure. And it was dark. It was pitch black. There were no lights up there. It was pitch black. All of the riders had their headlamps on. Well, 70 of them headed out at the start at the right place. Apparently, the other 70 headed out a completely wrong direction. So that's what we understand so far. It's a little confusing, all of the stories coming out right now. And there's, we have been told there's going to be a complete investigation by the FEI. I bet. Heads are going to roll. So they figured out that some were off on the wrong direction, and they said, what are we going to do now? And apparently they got together and said, we're going to let them do the first loop, and when they get in from the first loop, we're going to vet check them all, and we're going to restart the race all over again, and we'll just shorten it. So we'll take it from 160 kilometers down to 120, and we'll call that first loop a, a jog, a practice run. So what they did is they brought, after everybody got in from the first loop, they vet checked them all, and then they had to wait 45 minutes after the last horse came in before they could restart the race. So a race that was supposed to start at 6.30 then started at 11.30 in, in the morning. We actually, the people, the riders that were off course, we got pictures from some of our listeners coming in this morning on back roads coming in that were driving alongside endurance riders along the road because they were lost on the course. So it was uh, Yeah, I mean, I spoke to a chef to keep and she said it was really badly marked. The trail was really poorly marked and she wasn't surprised. And apparently the trail had some issues as far as conditions from the rains and everything else. And then we just were sent a video uh, by someone we're not going to name. But it was a video from this morning when all of this started to break, that the rules were going to change and that all of this was going to happen. Things got a little out of hand, and we have a little bit of the sound from that. He's a follower of ours. He he follows us on Facebook. So thank you for sending this video in, or we wouldn't have known. Here's a little bit of the sound of the chaos after all the announcements were made this morning, I think before the horses got back. Well, apparently what you didn't see or what you didn't see because you heard that was that the police ended up being called and there was, I was described as almost a riot and I didn't believe that to us this video. Well, I was up there when, they, when no one really knew what was happening this morning, and some of the riders were really upset. It was just really confusing, and, and no wonder, really. One of the riders came in to the vet check, and he said, uh, I hear you're going to stop the race. You can't stop the race. You can't. You can't. And I didn't, you know, none of us wanted to say too late. You know, it's already happened. Um, and it's devastating now that they actually, 
Ooh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, yeah, yeah, you're getting a little ahead. I had a conversation with Karen Chatton, who is one of the leading mileage endurance riders in the United States with over 600 starts. And she uh, told us a little bit. I got her on the phone today to hear whether this has ever happened before or that kind of start has ever happened before in any of the races she's ever seen. And here's what she had to say. Yes, from my understanding, quite a few different things went wrong, more than one. There were riders starting at different times and in different spots, and they went different ways. It'll be interesting once the dust settles. It gets a lot more complicated at a world event, of course. Um, I've actually, in all the rides I've done, I don't really remember rider did that much of a screw up. (laughs) In all the rides I've done, usually what happens when riders get on the wrong loop, it's later in the day, not the start. I mean, how do you get lost at the start? That's just, um, I can't wait to hear what really happened and how that happened. Because, you know, you know the trail is going to be marked, and I know that the riders probably weren't getting to pre-ride the trail because they didn't want the horses on the field while it was wet because it's been raining. So you can see Karen said she's never seen this in 600 races that she's ever done. So then what happened is they went out and rode their loops and about, um, what, 3 or 4 o'clock this afternoon, 5 o'clock? Yeah. Well, about two o'clock, I was walking back up the hill from the cross country and we saw some of them going out on, I'm not sure which loop it was, but they'd been out there for like three hours, probably if they started again at three. And we'd had, it'd been hot, then it got cool, then we had a 20 minute or so torrential rain and then it got very hot and humid again. And then as we were walking up the hill on the cross country course, they were coming down the hill um, and there's no real, they don't have a grass track like they laid down for the cross country. They have like that red clay and it's slipping and sliding and they were coming, trotting, cantering down that hill. And we saw them all um, coming down that lap as we were walking up the hill. So that was at about 2.30ish then. And we thought, oof. Yikes. It was hot. It was, it was hot, hot and, and humid. And the ground looked terrible. And what ha- we I know, and I just heard that a lot of the riders were being pulled at the vet checks because their horses weren't coming down quickly enough. There's also apparently a British scientist named David Marlin. I think we might have had him on a show, actually, uh, who's been working on heat and humidity studies for the FEI since 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games. And he provided the ground jury with data from what's called the wet bulb globe temperature index. Uh, it's very sciencey, uh, which showed a reading of 31. Anything over 25 is monitored very closely, and the officials agreed unanimously that 31 presented an unacceptable risk to horse welfare. And I think so many horses weren't recovering that they just they basically canceled the competition. I don't which know that this has ever happened. To devastating. Yeah. I mean, some of the horses looked great. I saw one of the U.S. horses looked amazing. Like it came out because um, then as we walked closer and closer, we got closer. Obviously, it finishes in the main arena, the whole course, and it, we had to go through the vet gate. And um, so we saw them starting that loop. Uh, and one of the U.S. horses was coming out there like a bat out of hell, whinnying, like pulling the rider. We saw, I think it was a French horse. I mean, some of them looked great some of them didn't look great but some of them look great and you could, i mean it must be i can't imagine training for this for what, three or four years maybe and then coming here and having this this catalog of disasters and then being told it's for nothing i i am being told and this is not confirmed but i am being told that uh from my source just a two, few minutes ago that um that they're looking at redoing the race in two months 
and it will be probably held in Europe someplace. So that's what I'm being told. That is not confirmed, but that's what I am being told by a reliable source at this point. It is sad. We talked to the Uruguay rider yesterday, and she and her team came up here. They were so excited to be here. It cost them a tremendous amount of money. Uruguay, the only sport they have is endurance. That is a huge country for endurance. The whole country comes out and watches the races. It is very popular there. So for countries like that yeah, and the Bermudan uh, rider, I mean, all those countries, they're not going to be able to go to Europe in two months. And I'm, I, you know, I, it, it, it doesn't, it's also not a great start for this WEG. It really is not. It was not well organized in the beginning. It was not well run. And let's hope that the rest of the competition goes a little bit Well, the worrying than thing is conditions could be exactly the same on Saturday for cross country. I mean, you know, the, the, what is it, the wet bulb globe temperature could very likely be 31 on Saturday. Yeah. Well, and that, let's see how that does for eventing. So that's what we know as far as endurance is c concerned. It's very sad, and it's something that I just, uh, I, we, none of us expected to see today. That is for sure. So uh, I, there's not much else we're going to be able to say. There's no results. There's, uh, there, w you will hear a lot about this in coming days. I guarantee you. Uh, you will hear a lot about it. The videos will come out of the almost riot this morning, which you'll see. Um, it was a mess. I'm gonna, a I did get some pictures when I was walking up the hill, and I'll put them up on our Facebook page too. And also, of course, I was talking about walking the course. I do have pictures of almost the entire cross-country course. We had to stop because we couldn't take, you know, they don't, have the pit, they don't have the fences up in the vet gate yet, and they don't have the fences up in the dressage arena yet, obviously. So that'll happen in the next few days. But we have up until about fence 21 or two, I think. So and you'll post those on, on 2018 WAG Show tonight. Facebook page. Yes, okay. Glenn, give oh, no, me a but chance. I want to tell them where they're going to find them. <laughs> yes, 2018 exactly. WAG Show Facebook page. It's going to be uh, late night. There's going to be lots of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I think Reese brought the wine, actually. So we're good shape. We'll brought wine. She There's brings plenty the party. Of wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the car. <laughs> All right, let's take a break for our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products, uh, who sponsored the Uruguay Rider, actually, and worked Aww. with her, so it's very sad that she didn't get a chance. So let's hear from them. She swallowed hard as they walked into the start box. She could feel his muscles tense under her leg. Five, four, three, two, one. Have a great ride. She didn't have to ask. He galloped out of the box and across the field toward their first training level course. His ears pricked. Her heart pounded. He attacked each obstacle with confidence, clearing them with room to spare. A huge smile broke out on her face as she crossed through the finish flags. She leaned forward and buried her face in his neck. Their bond of love and trust blocked out all else. This love story is brought to you by Elevate. Research proven to have superior bioavailability, Elevate supplies the essential vitamin E often missing from the equine diet. Its all-natural formula supports healthy muscle and nerve functions. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. 
Come visit the Kentucky Performance Products booth if you're here at the World Equestrian Games to pick up a button for a chance to win daily prizes and grand prize, a $500 shopping spree at SmartPak Equine. Their tent is located next to SmartPak in the World Equine Expo Trade Fair. Purchase your Kentucky Performance Products from SmartPak during the World Equestrian Games and save. You'll receive 50% off your first month of SmartPak orders or 25% off your first auto ship of a bucket product. These specials are only available here at the SmartPak tent at the World Ex- at the World Equine Expo Trade Fair. Sorry, it's been a long day. Uh, but you can find them also at kppusa.com. Well, Reese and Philip, you got did the dressage have an almost riot today? That would be fun actually. No. I want to hear about no, riots. No, I don't no. think that will <laughs> ever happen. Yeah. Much that more was... subdued, <laughs> less problems. So there's a couple of technical snafus, I guess. Uh, anybody hoping to watch the live feed on FEI TV, I guess uh Somebody dragged, was dragging the arena, and the cable was not buried deep enough, and broke the cable. And I guess I, I don't know if they were able to rectify Come that on, later in the on. afternoon. <laughs> Are we really? Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it was out for all the morning. And that sounds like amateur in- hour to me. Kind of, kind of. Well, yeah. um, so we did not arrive early. There's a lot of travel issues that I was dealing with yesterday, <laughs> um, coming from Canada, <laughs> coming from Canada, and just trying to make a safety plan, and so. Uh, I was calling Reese, I was calling Glenn, and I was like, you know, what's going on? What's going on on the ground? And so I decided, you know, pretty early on that we were not going to, my wife and I, Meredith, were not going to fly in because maybe we weren't able, going to be able to fly out when we would hope to. And uh, so that was that. And then talking with Reese, where I was like, maybe I should fly into Lexington and we can drive down together. And she said, great, let's do that. Let's make a plan. And uh, that's what happened. But that meant we, we sort of arose midday today because we left Kentucky really early, but not in time to see all of the rides and, and see them. So you saw the afternoon session. Yes. That's right. Yeah. You saw the second block of all the teams. And today for dressage is team competition and individual qualifiers. Is that how it works or yes. not? Okay. Yeah. So um, not all the riders will move on and to ride the Grand Prix special on Friday. Um, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of both, but these scores only count for team. And this right. was half the competition today, and the That's other half right. tomorrow. So the yeah. teams that have four riders, they will block them. So the first kind of you put your weakest riders first, and your better riders will go tomorrow. So that's kind of what happened today. Was the first two groups went, uh, you know, and you, you know, the, the strong teams they have good riders in all positions. So Stefan Peters went. Adrian Lyle went for um, America. Whoa, and Stephen Peters Stephen is do? our weaker rider. He is. He is. Oh. At this point, oh, yeah, how his main horse. <laughs> yeah, his uh, main horse was actually pulled because she was not dealing with the heat very well, and so he is riding his second mount that he had right. qualified for this game's uh, Soup and Casper. It's his name, and it's sort of a newer horse to him. Yeah. Um, but it's great that he has a backup. He yeah, so he was he finished today seventh with a seventy three point four nine, and Adrian Lyle actually was fourth. Uh, she had overall a quite a good ride, just a couple little technical things, uh, and she had a seventy four point eight six. Um, right now, the German team is really sitting in the in the best position, uh, and I think um, so. So Jessica Von, help me out. Von Bredow Verno. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. On TSF Delera, <laughs> BB. Um, is sitting in first. She's sitting in first okay, with a yeah. 76.67. We did not see her ride, but that held up pretty much all day. She was in the beginning of the day. And then uh, right now, a Swedish rider is... And this was actually 
quite surprising, I think, to both Philip and I. Juliet Ramo, and she writes Burial KH. She had a 75.24. And it's not that the score was really surprising because we saw the ride, but I think Sweden, I was saying, Theresa, uh, like has kind of a sneaky good team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, their most experienced rider rode first, Tina Wilhelmsen Selvin, who we've seen. Uh, a lot in Florida. She rides in Florida, and she's normally their strongest rider. And now she's yeah. not a weak rider, but she started the day for them. And and now I think we, you know, like we talked about, we, the tendency is to see better and better. And if we see better and better from Sweden, they're they're, they're really in there, quite and, good. And really looking quite good. So mm-hmm. was, I bumped into Yogi Breisner, who used to be Team GB chef to keep for eventing. He is here as a Swedish. He's like a general manager for all the teams: the yeah. show jumping dressage and eventing yeah and also he said with some uh swedish tour like holiday tour that he okay. takes around like i guess horse, he's a man of all trades doing it all said, yeah. i said well, well it doesn't sound like all those people who thought you're going to leave team gb and sort of retire off into the sunset he said oh no i'm i'm getting there i'm looking for but it doesn't sound like it at all it sounds yeah. like he's busier than ever and he's well and we were to be loving watching it. a little bit of the familiar uh, familiarization of the eventers and actually the swedish riders looked fantastic yeah. out there because now we we're kind of watching them and it was really surprising Surprising. There well, was they are trained by uh, Yogi's uh, pupil. He was at w- Waterstock with Yogi. He's called Frederick Bergendorf, and Yogi was his mentor. I was there with them both. So I was sitting there chatting. I was like, this is brilliant. I was standing in between them. I was like, I feel like 30 years ago again. I'm going to hang out with you and feel like I'm 18 yeah. again for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's fantastic to see that riders that used to do are, are bringing their experience to it. And because, I mean, riding horses, it doesn't get new. I mean, been doing it for a very long time. So um, the things that used to work still work, mm-hmm. and uh, o- old training and new training comes together yeah. and and mm-hmm. can bring really great results. And we're seeing that a, a little bit with that. Were there any riders this afternoon that just stood out to you? You went, oh, that's a surprise, or it was uh, one that really stood out. Um, um, not so much. No. Again, I hadn't seen the Swedish rider ride, so she was a little bit of a surprise for me. I wasn't ready for her. I I think. Um, we thought, saw Dorothy Schneider from Germany. I, not surprising that she was... I've never seen that horse in person. Yeah. So that was yeah. from same so was as, Sammy Davis new, Jr. A new, fresh yeah. look so at the horse. So if I was going to visit the bookie tonight, it would still be Germany? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they wouldn't, give you, they wouldn't give you good odds. No, <laughs> no you're not going to make any money. One to one. But the Brits, Spencer Wilton was good, right? Did you see him? Actually, we missed Spencer. We missed him. And we saw And you've got Carl and Charlotte coming, yeah. Yeah, and they're coming out. So there's some discount us yet but as far as depth these these the german team and the swedish team look to have you the, know really good right. depth and, and, and america american, as well. american team has a good team um, so, so who know, do we have coming up tomorrow well obviously for great britain we have charlotte and we have got uh, laura graves Carl. Laura, laura graves we laura have graves. isabel vert um we have Edward Gall. Uh, Isabel Vert, she yes. says. I mean, <laughs> so, she's like, oh. Sonica Rottenberger. Yeah. yeah. Cosmo, we're going to see. So right. So we have a lot of horses to see. There's a lot to see. And and I'll give a shout out to Canada. Our two riders rode yeah. decent tests. Um, you know, maybe not the flashiest horses, but really solid tests and put in a great performance. So, um, you know, we've got a couple of riders coming up that are mm. really, you know, really good. And I would say from the stadium standpoint, the, I think what we see in what's happening with the riders looks great. I mean, the stadium looks great. Uh, the scoring was on and off there's reliable. There's technical glitches. On, on, they're trying to present the scoring as it happens kind of thing. And we know there's yeah. can be always issues. That's with tricky. That. But it's fun to see that. And uh, at the World Championships, you have seven judges. 
So that's a lot of judges that are out there. So they have it's kind seven of, judges. Yeah, there's seven yeah. judges now. That's and right. you take the five scores, or do you take all seven? No, they use them all. I think they use they them do. all. Yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. have do drop scores. Do you? Um, no, how do you think the crowds were? Did, did you expect more people to be watching? They weren't um, packed. You were know they? what? When we came in this morning, I guess it had just been raining because we drove through it, and people were talking about the there was this, a lightning stoppage uh, in the riding, you know, something like that. So we were like, oh, okay, it's not, it's a bit sparse. But the longer we stayed there, and when the sun came out, obviously uh, people started showing up and filling the stands. So I think there's a decent turnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, from the other wag in, in Kentucky. You know, the first day of competition and the first two days of competition, there's not always not as many uh, as many. It's, it's a Grand Prix. It's the same yeah. test over and over and everybody rides the same test. So mm-hmm. not a lot of people can handle that. Right. Um, we love it because we're that. Because we're we sit there. Dressage yeah. dorks. Uh, <laughs> we like the it. Same. Yeah, it's great. So, I, but I think from the stadium standpoint, the stadium's nice. The chairs are relatively comfortable, actually, because uh, that was a big question if people could bring uh, cushions. Uh, I didn't think you need them. Actually, they were fine. And that's good. Yeah, there's there cup are holders, cup holders, which, which, which is quite nice. Like yeah, this. so there's some, there's some, you know, I, I think from that standpoint, and actually walking around a little bit today, uh, the vendor village is quite nice. Actually, there's quite, yeah, a good assortment out there. Oh yeah, there's um, lots. Yeah, lots there's in lots the, of. In the vendor. So we had a, a fun day, um, and I think it's so. Uh, I think it it does feel like you're at a horse show for sure. Like it's, I don't know how else there's to describe lot, yeah, it. Yeah, there's not a lot of. Extras, you know, no. I think they were planning that, but you know, right, with sending with the, the exhibition horses home, you know, then and uh, and again, we kind of uh, arrived in a whirlwind. We we're like driving yeah. all morning and stuff, so um, and now we kind of know what you'll to be expect. here all day tomorrow and have we'll, a wrap yeah, up we're for gonna, us because yeah. tomorrow night we'll know who probably who we'll the countries who, that's are, right, the, we'll the winners, know, yes, the and medals then who will come has out. who will move forward that's into right. the individual rounds, yeah, yes, that's the plan. So it should be a really good day tomorrow. So they they will ride. They do one test in this either today or tomorrow, and mm-hmm. then they go into Friday. And what do they do Friday? The individuals. So the first uh, competition will be the Grand Prix Special, which for people who don't follow dressage, um, it's a, it's kind of a different version of the same test, the okay. same requirements uh, in a different pattern. The, people say sometimes that the special is a little harder. I think it depends on the horse, yeah. but I mean they'll all be riding the same pattern. Right. And, same and what again. level of test are we talking here? It's all the Grand Prix. It's all the highest level. Highest yep. level. Okay. All the highest level. Yep. That Just they different will do. versions. Yep. And then we'll have a winner that day of the of that individual, and then they'll right. pick a certain number of those to go to the freestyle. That's right. Yeah. Top Which 15, is on I think Sunday. Sunday. I think. Yeah. It is supposed to be on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, we're Sunday, not sure yeah, we're yeah. going to be here on Sunday. Are they allowed um, to use snorkels and things? Yeah, <laughs> scuba first, gear is scuba allowed. Gear I think they'll, they'll, would be they'll, good. The would stewards be, will wave all that. Yes, yeah. Um, and I, that was one thing that was interesting today. There were three, three or four riders. Adrian Lyle being one of them, and Hans Peter Mendenhall were was another. It actually rained during their tests, and it rained actually quite hard for about would you say five minutes? Yeah. So they that group, yeah, that group had to deal with some rain, and I I heard uh, Adrian changed her gloves three times because you're especially in the beginning your gloves get quite slippy, and so that was interesting. There was in the rider from um, Korea, I think, also rode. Uh, so the yeah, three of them he, really yeah, rode and were bad, quite yeah. wet. Yeah. So that was interesting because that does. I mean, that's sort of luck of the draw. Things, but yeah, what can you do? You know, yeah. it's just when you're supposed yeah. to ride, you ride, and if it rains at your ride and. An hour later, somebody else has beautiful sunshine. That's right. the way it goes. It was a little cooler, though. So it was a, a little cooler, but it, it might, rained. Might so. have been a trade-off. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So it was it was a fun day today. I think uh, everyone watching would have enjoyed when, once they got it rolling again. Um, but it should, tomorrow should be even better horses and riders all day. And we'll look forward to your coverage tomorrow night here on the 2018 WEG Show. Reese and Philip, hosts of the Dressage Radio Show. You can find them at dressageradioshow.com. We will be putting this episode out on your feed tonight, so they'll all be hearing it anyway. Oh, great. And I know you met some listeners today. A random thing. We were standing in the tent during the rain, and somebody recognized my voice. A woman came and said, are you Glenn? No way. They did. And she said, this is the interesting part, though. She said, I listen to horses in the morning, but I started with the Dressage radio show and I love it yeah. I mentioned you guys were going to be here That's and she awesome. was so excited she didn't no. care about me she just was so excited well, you were going to be we here. hope we get to meet everybody <laughs> we, are, we will probably do a meet up sometime tomorrow yeah we're going to try again tomorrow sometime. we're going to try again find we'll a different spot we'll post it on the 2018 WEG show and the Dressage radio show yeah Perfect. we'd love to Perfect. meet everybody it would yeah. be quite fun alright sounds questions good questions at every level aspire to create the ultimate harmony between horse and rider and Bates saddles are here to help you achieve that harmony alright we're going to take a break that's why Bates offer highly specialized saddles for every discipline engineered to bring out the best in you and your horse. The Bates Dressage range will raise your expectations forever. Beneath the traditional lines and elegant appearance, the Bates Dressage saddles deliver modern innovations for horse comfort and performance. The new Bates Dressage Plus and Bates Mono Plus feature luxurious, grippy, double-lined leather and adjustable ergonomic stirrup bars for effortless rider alignment and increased support of your optimal dressage position. The time-tested Bates Isabel continues to give riders a unique deep seat, sitting you in a central and balanced position. In addition to the care cushion system and easy change fit solution found throughout the Bates range of saddles. Revolutionize your riding experience and fulfill your true potential in Bates Dressage Saddles. For more information, visit BatesSaddles.com. That's Bates, B-A-T-E-S, Saddles.com. Well, the reigning competition was going on today, and similar to Dressage, it was team and individual qualifiers. So um, ha- I think half they're going to again tomorrow. Or no, we'll have a winner at the end of today today for team for reigning. And then we'll be going into individuals. Uh, let me take a look. We're going to be going into individual second qualifier tomorrow. The only so. the only discipline here that is more confusing scoring wines than dressage uh, is, is raining. raining. Yes. <laughs> but it seemed like they had about the same amount of crowd over there at the indoor uh, yeah, they're they're a lot louder. They're a lot louder. Yes, yeah, that's, you can have that's... half as many people and make twice as much noise. That's right. And right now we're sitting with uh, Cade McCutcheon, who is the 18 year old youngest yes, rider here. Cade, and he is sitting in first place uh, for the USA at the end of day one. Now this is a team competition, so we're going to have more team results. We just don't have them yet. They're still going. Uh, Daniel Huss from the U.S. was sitting in second. Uh, Bernard. Funk from Germany was sitting in third, and Anne is it Peels or uh, I have no uh, yeah from yeah. Germany. Sorry, Anne uh, was sitting in fourth place. So we're going to have more discussion on reigning tomorrow. There were, and there was a the, the points are very very close on those top two top five. It's two or three points between them. And they'll yeah. take the averages for the countries and do all of that to come up with yep. the totals and the winners. So by tomorrow when we're on the air, we'll have a reigning champion, and they'll be awarded their medals. So it'll be a medal ceremony for wow, tomorrow morning already. for them. It'll yes, be the first, first medal ceremony of the games. Yeah, fingers crossed. So that's what's going on <laughs> now. Jennifer, you ran into you ran into somebody uh, while you were at dressage. Tell us about that because we have an interview. While I was at dressage, when one of the Australian riders, I want to say it was Brett Parber, Brett Parbury, Parbury, yeah, I finished him. his test. There was a group of people above me who leaped in the air, stomped, and just brought the house down. And of course, it was the Australian team. So I raced up there to get an interview. 
Um, and so I had a lovely chat with him, but they weren't the dressage team. Oh, so let's take a listen. Da, da, da. <laughs> Here I am in the dressage venue with, with at least part of Team Australia, and I'm just going to go down the line. And I came up here because when, that was Brett, right? Brett got finished with his dressage test. They stand up, stood up and screamed and yelled and shook the whole stadium. So I wanted to stop by and say hi to him. So I'm just going to go down the line. What's your first name and what discipline are you associated with? McKinnon and Raining. I'm Sam and I'm with the Raining team. Martin and with Raining. Ainsley, Raining. Tanya, Raining. Shauna, Raining. Well, I've got the entire, now is this the entire Raining team I've got here? No, yeah, there's, they're the ones that lit out of here in a hurry. Yeah. How many reigning riders do you have here for WEG? Five. Five riders. And have you done a complete rotation of all your riders yet? No. Uh, only two of them have gone. Two of them have gone. Two. And how did it go for them? Um, we had a 218 and a 216 and a half. So at the Reasonable. moment they're in... Reasonable. 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 One, was, one was pretty good and one... Just Not so, so good. So, yeah. All right. And what are your impressions of WEG 2018 so far? It's yeah, no, it's good. It's a little different. I've never been to one before, so yeah, no. It's cool. Is this? Are, do you normally train in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, I live over here. So where at? Uh, in Tennessee, near Memphis. In Tennessee, Tennessee. Yes, you're not a Texan. No, you're not a you're not an Australian Texan. They're the Texans down here. They have a, they have the Texas swagger going. All right, and are you one of the riders on the team? I am. Yes. And when do you go? I went this morning. And this morning, and what did you think about uh, the facility that you got to ride in? How the judging went? Uh, it's a great arena. Yeah, it's a good big arena, good ground. The barn's right there. It's good warm-up facilities, and um, yeah, it was it was ideal for showing him. And tell me about your horse. My horse is, uh, what is he, 12? 12-year-old, quarter horse, stud, uh, Colonel Smart Spook. I've only just had him for the past couple of months, so it's a bit of a bit of a, a quick preparation. But um, but he's a very nice horse, and, uh, and hopefully I can hang on to make the consolation tomorrow. There we go. Now, how do you think your ride went? Were you disappointed? Were you thrilled? Somewhere in the middle? Somewhere in the middle. Some parts were really good, and then other pieces that, that just kind of let us down just a little. Now, overall, since not all the riders have gone yet, there's some more to go, how do you think the rides are, how the competition going so far, the quality of the rides, and, and how's it going? Uh, there's some really good ones. You know, U.S. is always strong, of course. Um, but then I think Italy has had some good runs across the board. Belgium's had a couple. Um, and uh, Brazil. So, yeah, there's, there's a few pretty strong teams. Well, thank you very much, Raining Team Australia, part thereof, for uh, chatting with us a little bit and have a great way. Well, thank you. Thank you. Can you give me an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you. In the world of horse racing and elite equestrian sports, it's all about how to prepare and repair. IceVibe is a truly portable and highly efficient circulation therapy system for your horse. Before activity, prepare to prevent damage by using the IceVibe's vibration pads. Repair after the event by using the unique combination of cold packs and vibration to minimize swelling and encourage blood flow. And because it's battery powered, IceVibe is truly portable. The essential and affordable tool to prepare and repair. IceVibe. Well, we've talked about raining, we've talked about endurance, we've talked about dressage. Let's talk about eventing because today we finally got eventing underway with the first horse inspection. But before that happened, I managed to meet the entire New Zealand team. They came up for a press conference and I got to talk to Tim Price. 
So, congratulations on winning Burley. Thank you. And like you said there, that gives you a little nice little feeling coming into this. Yeah, it's a nice little bump that is um, fresh in, in my mind and um, I I think that'll be a good thing to take forward and, and to use. You know, I've just jumped a whole bunch of big fences just a couple of weeks ago and and uh, and then had to jump under pressure on the last day and um, those are things that I will carry with me. Um, but apart from that, it's really just a matter of going through the motions of a new competition with a completely different horse in the team format. When did you decide that Ring with Skyball would go to Burley and set, set against set, she would come here? Um, uh, very early in the piece, um, to be honest, he's, Ringwood Skyboy is a very honest horse as far as he'll do what he thinks is the right thing, but he hasn't always been the most tidy at doing it. He has been improving the last couple of years, which um, is quite late in a horse's career to be showing these signs of improvement. But um, yeah, so I wouldn't have predicted him as being a, a you know definite leader when it comes to a place like Burley. I think he's a great Burley horse. But to do what he did was a little bit unexpected, and I was very, of course, proud of him, and um, and it was it was great to put it together. But without having had that result and looking at his his typical form at the top level, he wouldn't be the ideal horse to bring somewhere like this, where the, the, the competition is so fierce through through the three phases. So I was sort of naturally going away and looking at what else I had and what I could bring um, other than him. And so second tinker I had last year, we get on like a house on fire. She's quick and fierce and, and pretty and, and lovely on the flat as well. So I think the whole package is what's required here, not just individually, but um, you know the team's going to have to be strong across the three phases. And so she was, she was a, a good natural choice that we, we thought of you know, earlier in the year. When you describe her, quick and fierce and pretty and the whole... I mean, it, she sounds like you're describing Chanel. How, <laughs> how did that decision come about that you would keep the ride on her? It came about through um, the winter months of <laughs> discussions smiling. over the uh, dinner table. No, because I, I had her last year, which was uh, legitimate. She won Bookalow at the end of the year last year uh, in a very strong field of 110 competitors, and she was super and really showed her class. Uh, she came out this year, and she would have won Tattersalls, actually, had it not been for losing a shoe early in the cross-country and, and me clocking up some, some cross-country time faults. The one thing she is very exceptional is, is at, at is speed, and so I just took her easy as the rain was coming, and so um, came out and jumped a lovely dota clear on the last day, and uh, came ninth, I think. But to get back to your question, it was more the need for a horse for this competition, and I just lacked a horse that would truly suit this competition. And Janelle had quite a few in her back pocket. You know, she's got this one, um, classic Moe. She has. Fairy Dianamo, who obviously won Le Moulin and is a cracking little mare, and she has a couple of other nice horses that are in the wings of Three Star that um, you know could have been potential had we decided to take that course of action. And and this mare, it just felt like would be a, a, a good option, and it's very much us working as a team, you know, both of us together, um, a good option for me to to have a go at, at running through to this competition with because you know we want a proper team as a Kiwi nation and. I've been a couple of times as a bit of a pathfinder type capacity and we saw this opportunity to have a bit more of a, uh, a spearhead kind of role in the team and saw her as a horse to do the job so so we made that plan during the, the winter and I wouldn't say reluctantly but Janelle was on board with, 
with the principle of it, but it was also very difficult for a top rider yeah. um, to, to pass over such a quality mare. Um, so it's been really, it's a really you know, special thing between us two that we, we can do something like this and hopefully it's for the best. And now you're riding as husband and wife on the same team at the same work, which is pretty rare. I don't, I don't think it's happened. Mm. I don't know if it's ever happened. Maybe. No, I think it's, you know, there's been couples and things, but not maybe both at top level or, or you know, but either of them at the top level. But yeah, it's a fun. Done at the same championship is yeah. pretty rare. So that's, an, I mean, Graham talked about the dynamic about how as a team you can come together and ride as individuals and then come together as a team. But you've got the extra dynamic as riding as husband and wife competing against each other, but also, can, you know, wanting the best for each other. I'm sure. How yep. is that difficult to navigate, or you've got to become so used to it? No, we've become so used to it. We've been doing it for a long time, and it's very rare. It's a very rare situation where we're both jostling for first. You know, so. So if you think of it like that, where you know we both just want each other to do well, and one of you is typically going to be having a bit about the office than the other, and so you really want to push that person along and support them as much as you can. Um, we haven't had a situation where we're both first equal, Maybe this and then time. we have to give a little <laughs> novel of the knee as we, <laughs> as we go past, or or um, something off-putting, which of course we would never do, but but that would be a good a good problem to have, I would say. Everyone's made a big deal about, um, you know, Janelle's coming back from having Otis and now she's bigger and better than ever. Or not bigger, yeah, better I mean, than ever. Yeah. And no one, everyone hasn't really said that his fatherhood changed the way you ride? Has it changed your perspective at all? It's made me a happier man. I really enjoy the, um, having Otis in our, in our world. And, uh, and no, I've got, it gets me um, thinking a little bit more laterally about about life and what you want you know what you want to do and you know spend more time with him is definitely a, a key to the future but you know as far as my actual performance in the ring it hasn't I don't think hasn't changed much there um, Janelle's side of it was very much a, a physical get herself back into shape I had no doubts that her, her type of mentality was not going to be affected by having a, a baby and things because she's just so ice cold ice ice what do you, you know cool. cool as ice when it comes to the way she delivers a performance and and that's not something she does out of an adrenaline or a, a foolish bravado that is going to disappear after having a child that's just out of her, her belief in how she delivers her performance she's thinking i'll be able to persuade her to have any more <laughs> Um, it's pretty oh, kind of embryo transfer. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, the word surrogacy has come up and all sorts, but yeah, I don't think you can really justify that off the back of just wanting to do a couple of horse trials. Yeah. No, I mean, we want to have a life outside of competing as well, and we'll just see what's around the corner and, and um, keep everything in perspective. Okay, well, in the meantime, best of luck at WEG. Thank you. What about, um, I was laughing, I was telling everyone here how I told you know, all the other riders, there's a sort of humming, humming about... Florence and playing yeah. it safe and you and Janelle I told you were like bring it on <laughs> well I, we're probably a bit foolish with that because we haven't spent any time in a, hur a hurricane zone or anything like that over in little old England but uh, so hopefully we don't regret those sorts of comments but yeah we want it to be dramatic and thrilling and uh, you know we're quite quite good in that, that kind of you know environment the Kiwi lot you know getting digging deep and, and getting things done so so yeah, we want it to be a proper event, proper competition. Best of luck and thank you so much. Tim is such a lovely guy and his wife, they're complete opposites. Tim is chilled, laid back, um, super relaxed. Obviously, you know, comes here to compete, but his wife is like, like I mean, like he said, you know, ice runs through her veins when she's at a competition and she's like a dynamo. And um, 
she was saying they were they asked once someone I think from I can't remember who asked them to all to describe their horses, and Janelle said, which is I mean it, it's, it's sort of common knowledge that her horse is a real cross country horse, and she said, you know. Um, I hope the course is tough because I don't want it to be a dressage chair. So, yes, I hope we get 10 inches of rain. I hope it's hot as hell. I hope the hills <laughs> are a mile longer than anyone realizes. And then, you know, she was really funny. Laying it down, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she was <laughs> terrific. <laughs> she was terrific. And she's, and she's like the only, probably the only woman or the only rider in the world who could get away with it because she could actually follow through and come through with the goods if that happens. Because that horse was the fastest horse at Weg in Normandy four years ago and was the fastest horse at badminton which she won this year she then went on and won lemuel and two she is the fastest woman in the world the fast i mean she's incredible i've got nothing but like i'm i'm surprised i can even talk to her because i'm so in awe of her but she's so nice that she makes it easy so yeah go tim and janelle price well, if you were it was a new zealand press conference and mark todd must have been there mark todd was there he talked about he's got the most amazing little horse called mclaren which makes you almost you know as soon as you say that it makes you think of a little race car and it is like a little race car it's like a formula one a beautiful sleek little bay um sort of jumping machine and he loves this horse i've seen it go a few times um it's 11 but it's quite green and i mean he admitted too if this had been a four-star course he probably wouldn't have brought it because it's three-star he has this horse jumps like you wouldn't i put a picture of it jumping on twitter and the girl who broke it and um trained it up to i can't remember whatever but said she always remember when she first started jumping it used to jump her off all the time like it's that good and mark said it he's it's a small it's a little horse and he said it reminds him a lot of charisma but it's a little smaller and it jumps a little better so make of that what you will is it going to be the todd and janelle show and tim todd and the todd and the price show and um and we've got blythe tate back of course he's a former world champion he's on the team he's i mean new zealand's to be reckoned with this year to be reckoned with and dan jocelyn too he's i mean don't you know he's a good solid team member then they're all they're just such nice guys um and girls i mean they're just it's a great team so it was fun to have it was fun to chat to them they all sailed through the trot up as did pretty much everyone two horses were held and then uh, passed upon reinspection um it was hot as hell at the trot up it was one of those uh you know i think all day we've had sort of periods where it would get cool rain like have a massive yeah. shower for a while, and we'd yeah. all get soaked and then it suddenly the sun would come out again it would be very hot and very humid and then we baked under the sun for the trot up it's almost worse after the rain it, i think they, it is they did yeah. the it was up under a roof they did not do the dressage uh, trot up under the roof they did it in the blazing hot sun and it was just awful because <laughs> they could have done it in the same um, spot and everyone yeah. sweated uh not just us but the pool riders the horses the grooms the, were every- they all dressed up of course they were, and they all looked Who beautiful. The beautiful. Uh, the Germans looked really good. Yeah. They looked uh, really um, stylish. They weren't over the top. No, actually, no one looked over the top. Everyone looked great, but the Germans looked especially great. They had great. The women had great little suede boots, like uh, knee-length suede boots with the German colours, tassels. Oh, neat! And then, uh, but everyone looked great. It's despite the heat. No, no, no fashion faux pas this time. No, and but I must admit, I didn't see to the very end because I left because I went to talk to. Some people, so I didn't see all of it, but as far as I knew and as far as I saw, everyone looked absolutely beautiful and cool. impeccably turned out. Uh, props to the grooms. Yay! Props to the grooms. And tomorrow we'll start the dressage, dressage for the eventing for at eventing. 9 be half in the of morning. It, right? yep, yep, we'll see the first uh, two rounds of the horses and some of the individuals. 
So yeah, I can't wait. I'm really excited. Now, because eventing is the I way it tell. is, <laughs> the team competition goes along. It's alongside not like, the individuals. Yeah, alongside they all compete. The individuals. So yeah. Uh, there are some here that are representing teams, and then there are some individual eventers here, too. Yes. yes. So just before I sat down, I just I saw a quick tweet that uh, Lauren Kiefer will be the individual for the United States. So Lauren and Vermiculus will be the individual, which means the team for the U.S. will be uh, Philip Dutton, of course, Boyd Martin, Will Coleman, and Lynn Szymanski. So f- four good team members. I was going to say four good hot thoroughbreds, but, well, Will and Lynn, definitely, four yeah. out-and-out galloping thoroughbreds. And experienced riders too. Yeah, they're, I mean Boyd and Philip, first timers. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> having Boyd owned, never know. I mean Boyd always gets round. Having owned thoroughbreds before, we're so excited to see so many thoroughbreds coming back into eventing too. Yeah, it's great. It's, Me it's too. terrific. Uh, so now you also, before we get off of eventing, you got to walk the cross country course. What are yes. your impressions? Tell us about your favorite jumps. Okay, or what you my think. impressions are: it's the most beautifully presented course. The jumps are stunning. I mean, stunning, and no expense spared. They're unbel- they're works of art. Every jump is so beautifully presented. Um, and who is the course designer? The course designer is Captain Mark Phillips, and some of the. Um, I think some of the jumps have been built or finished by Travis Schick, who's another Lexington guy. Well, he lives in Lexington now. He's not from Lexington, but uh, shout out to him. But they're beautiful. Um, the weird thing is, though, uh, they've got this green track that sort of runs along the, the course. And then outside the track. Which was the, the old track, golf course, right? It's, it's all on the, the old fairway. golf course. Yeah. But then the, where, it's, where it deviates from the golf course, like when you come up the hill or other bits, um, all around there is red clay and it's like a building site there's timber there's i mean it's you can see how much work they've had to do and it's um some of the footing is amazingly good and some of the footing uh just after we halfway through the course walk we had one of those downpours it was like 1 30 this i think at lunchtime and it rained for about 20 minutes and after we started walking after that there was lots of standing water on the course lots of big puddles and because we're but i think where the golf course is there's lots of drainage so you can see where they've got the drains and where they drain it off the course but uh where the water goes to the drains there's a lot of standing water yeah. around the drains and i don't know how quickly that drains and i don't know how much of a problem that will be if it rains a lot on saturday or before um but it's pretty wet already it's so pretty wet already Team member order of go is going to be very important. Getting information back from members who have gone already is going to be crucial. Yeah. And and also whether it rains in the beginning of the day or rain starts raining halfway through the day, that's also makes a yeah. big difference too. But these adventures are also used to riding in the rain and bad weather. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know how much it can stand. Yeah. They'll be having every stud type they have in their box will be available for Saturday. Well, just the big ones. <laughs> just <laughs> the, the big, big ones. ones. <laughs> the shorter the grass, the bigger the studs? Yeah. The grass, yeah. Because the grass is really, really short here. It's a golf course. <laughs> it's much better. Than, I mean, if you'd been here in April, there was hardly any grass. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was hardly any grass. So it's, it actually looks really good now. It's very dense. There's a lot of it, but it's it's like it's three not, inches high. Compared to what it was, it's not short. It actually looks long. It's better. When I came yeah. in April, there was nothing. It was wow. uh, like a bald, you know, like a balding man. Mm-hmm. But... It's just there's a lot of water on the on the yeah. course, like puddles. and I mean, I'll put the pictures up. You'll be able to look on our Facebook page. I, I promise I'll have them up before midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and um, But the jumps are beautiful. But and, and the hill is a hill. The hill is a big climb. And it's a big, long end. climb at the end. 
And we couldn't, what I couldn't do is I couldn't walk the last few fences because obviously I couldn't go through the endurance and I couldn't go through the dressage arena, but we'll get them up whenever, whenever they're available. For the endurance races, part of what they do is put an elevation map up. So throughout the X number of miles on that loop, you can see mile by mile what the elevation change is. It would be interesting to see that on the cross country course. They don't. And we could probably find out. Somebody has it somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're looking forward to that. That's, of course, coming up on Saturday. We've had a lot of people asking on our Facebook page, should I come, shouldn't I come, what to do about the storm? We can't tell you what to do. Uh, I am posting regular weather updates on the Facebook page, 2018 WEG Show. And I'm just giving you the National Hurricane Center's report, and I'm posting them up there, and you guys have to decide. We can't help you decide what to do about whether you're going to come or not. That that's entirely up to you, Nora. Do I want to take that responsibility? So <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we're here, and <laughs> I will say this: when you're on the grounds here, there are lots of buildings that are super safe, like the one we're in. This building is not coming down. No. It's made of concrete block. They're very sturdy. It's very sturdy buildings. The barns. Let's reassure everybody: the barns are very sturdy. They're that the horses barns. are in. Yeah. There's not going to be a problem with those. Um, it, you know, as far as you're getting here or getting home, that's probably more of a concern than being here. So that, but that's a decision you have to make based on your flights or whether you're driving or what your story is at home. A lot of you people are affected by this storm and we're thinking about you too. And we're, we're saying prayers for all of you that are along the coast. We have a very special segment that we're going to do at the end of every show. It's called The People of WAG. These are fun people that we meet that we do little interviews with. We have a couple of them for you tonight. But we're going to do that right after we talk about bed and barn. Are you towing your horse and need a place to stay? No worries if you are traveling on the East Coast. Stop at Bed and Barn Farms. An awesome horse hotel in North Carolina, conveniently located halfway between the Northeast and Florida. They are having plenty of room for large trailers, large stalls, paddocks, arenas, trails, and best of all, lodging for you as well. That sleeps eight. That's where we're sleeping. Wi-Fi, cable, full kitchen, and Tam's Tax Store on site. So pull out your cell phone and book a room today. Bed and Barnes Farm, located at Forest City, North Carolina. Ten minutes to try on International Question Center. Thirty minutes uh, to fence, and an hour from Charlotte or Asheville. The best horse hort- the best horse hotel around. Find us on the web at bedandbarnfarmsnc.com. And now the people of Wake. Well, in our People of Wag segment, we have found somebody who's been a fan of ours for years, I think. Yes, definitely. <laughs> she is an auditor of ours, and her name is Aubrey, and you came down from Virginia, right? Yes, yeah, I drove down yesterday all the way from Virginia, so happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here. So, is this your first wag? This is. This is my first wag. Yay, so exciting. Now, how long have you been listening to the shows on the Horse Radio Network? Oh, my gosh. I've been an auditor for probably about a year and a half, but I've been listening for a lot longer than a lot that. Longer. So it took me well, it took me a while to become an auditor, yeah, and what <laughs> but kind, it's great. So. What kind of rider are you? Um, I do primarily dressage now. I did some low-level eventing, but I kind of got out of that. So mostly dressage. Mostly dressage. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Do you have a horse? I do. Are I actually you? have two. Um, I have a uh, Arabian Appaloosa named Callie, and she's a pony. She's pretty awesome. And then I have a, um off-the-track thoroughbred named Flynn. There's a combination. Yes. The Arabian <laughs> Appaloosa and the off-the-track thoroughbred. And off-the-track thoroughbred, yeah. <laughs> Which one's hotter? Uh, actually, the Arabian Appaloosa, yeah, way okay, hotter. That's yeah, what I would have guessed. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. So, the, that was there an Appaloosa me. competing endurance? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Aubrey, we're so glad that you were able to join us here yes, and have you. fun. I, and you're welcome to sit in and, and watch as much as you want. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. So thank you, Auditor Aubrey. By the way, if you want to become an auditor of the Horse Radio Network, you go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor. It's a super secret auditor club. There's about 400 of them, so it's not that secret, <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of fun. Thank you, Aubrey. Great. Thank you so much. Good. Well, I am over here at the theater here at uh, WEG, which is one Back of the theater. It's one of the only venues left for other stuff other than the competition at this point, and it's being used right now because it's pouring down rain and everybody ran into the theater. And they have the <laughs> best air conditioning in there. Yes, they do, and great movies. Okay. So, and speaking of movies, we have Ashley Mancuso with us. Tell us about what you did. Okay, so I work for Marsha Sapp, and she's a horse trainer. We know Marsha. She's been on our shows many oh, yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Um, I went to Florida State for school, and I stayed when I met her. So uh, I ride. I train horses, too. But um, when we found out that her horse had a song written about him, she said, we need a music video. And I studied media. I've always wanted to make movies. So we put together a music video for him, and it was... The horse has his own music video. Yes. Tell us about yeah. the horse, because that's a story. Oh, gosh. Well, where do I start? Cobra uh, was a Three Strikes Mustang. and That so, means he was about to be... Yeah, that yeah. was... Every, yeah, all, all downhill, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, out of Future chances. was bleak. Yeah. Very very no hope left but the extreme mustang makeover presented itself as um, an opportunity for marcia to pick out her own horse and when she saw videos of him she picked him out of 200. now the videos that these competitors get to see are just that wild mustang being zhuzhed around a, yes, a paddock that's right that's right but you know she saw she saw, she the, saw potential the potential very early on and so she started working with him and it was rough at first but then she competed him for many years and he actually has five national championships wow. two world championships in dressage and he does english and western dressage. so he was an underperformer uh, yeah right right yeah exactly he's got nothing to him <laughs> No, so, um, I mean, that's why I decided to go work with Marsha's when I heard the story. So I've always been inspired by her. But, um, yeah, he's he's an incredible horse. He's very noble. His presence is, you know, he just... And it's a music video. It's a music video. And did you do the... Who did the music? I did. Oh, you, no, I didn't are, do the music. Okay. Uh, Peter Prince wrote a song about him, and, and he's a songwriter, and he recorded it in Nashville at RCA Records. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes. And it was written, and it was uh, performed by Ronnie Kimball, who's a singer. And um, then I made the music video. Did, did you did you have did you do the footage yourself or did I you did. Yeah? I did all the footage, all really? the editing, everything myself. Well, and I, I worked with Marsha. Was we this just... your first music video? Yes, it was, <laughs> especially for a horse. It's harder than it looks, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. So <laughs> you, having started taking courses in college, you had some clue what yeah. was going to happen. Versus Glenn and I, we go. You have to do that. <laughs> That's why we yeah. do audio. That's Video's why we do so audio. hard. Yeah. Video is very. Different. There are a lot of different factors, but you know, we really wanted the the audience to be able to connect immediately with the story and that's hard because you know the story is huge and the mustang issue it's an issue is is enormous yeah, we, we talk about it a lot we, yeah exactly and so the song is very happy and it's uplifting and, and so we wanted the music video to not only be uplifting and elated but also realistic and bring in the beginning emotions, which were, like we said, bleak and very frustrating and emotional. And so that's kind of where it starts. And then it moves on forward to where we are now. The grand is, champion. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so where, what's the video what's called? What's it called? Where it's can they called, find it? Um, Cobra, the Mustang, Follow Your Wild Heart. 
and you can find it, um, you know, we always say Wild World Champion, it's Cobra's kind of slogan, um, but Follow Your Wild Heart is the name of the music video. And where do they find it? Oh, you can find it on YouTube. YouTube? Yeah, okay. it's, it's six minutes, 20 seconds, and it does, you know, have more information about the story. Um, and then the song is available on iTunes, so you can buy the song, and it's a great, it's a great tune. I mean, my whole family loved it. Everyone, young and old, they So they if they're it. going in and searching for Cobra the Wild Mustang music video, they're going to find it. They're going to find it. You're going to see a lot of cars on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah there's that other thing. Cobra plus yeah. Mustang, you're going to yeah. get car videos. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I think it has around 5,000 views right now, and Yay. I really hope yeah. that that's Let's that see if we can kick that up a little uh, bit. We can kick it up a bit. I would love that, because this we'll is... We'll post it on our Facebook page, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, we'll pick it up a little so bit. We'll, we'll That's phenomenal. That'd Thank be you great. So much. Anything for Marcia. So. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. And, she's and I know she's here. I'll get to see her, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. Because I don't know that we've ever met in person. We talked to all these people. We, really we never meet we anybody. We never meet any of them. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. that'd be fun. Are you now a professional music video maker? <laughs> I don't know about that. But I'm working my way up. Um, you know, with riding and with everything media, I'm forever a student, and I would like to stay that way forever. Well, one last know? question that we get, we get busted for not asking this oh. is what do you ride? What do I ride? Well, I grew up doing three-day eventing and Pony Club, an HB-rated Pony Clubber, and now I ride um, FBI-level dressage. And what, tell us about your horse. This is what we oh, always get in trouble horses. for. Two horses. I have two horses. I have a paint quarter horse, and she is a reserve national champion in Western dressage. Wow. And I have a big Danish warm blood, and he took me through um, training so you do both? and some prelim. English I and did Western? do both, yeah. but you know, uh, yeah, you, yeah, a little bit of both. You know, my mom grew up on a ranch in Wyoming, so that was always kind of my destiny, I think, to find a Western See, model. I was guessing English because you're not blinked out. Oh, no. no. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, now I'm a filmmaker, too. That's so right. I'm yeah. just in my, my sneakers today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. So coming up tomorrow here at WAG is dressage. The team medals will be determined, individual qualifier also. Eventing has team and individual competition and dressage, yes. half of it, the first half. They were warming up out here today. Raining has the individual second qualifier, and Endurance says medals, but that ain't happening. There will be no medals tomorrow for Endurance. So that won't be happening, but we have those three things going on tomorrow. Uh, we always like to wrap up the end of the day with kind of a paragraph from each of us about the day. Are you want to start? Uh, I'm so sad for the Endurance. I think, you know, it's a horrible way to get everything started. I'm devastated for the riders, the grooms, the owners, the supporters. You know, I mean, when you think about everyone... You know, Glenn, how much it takes. You know, everyone's everyone knows that you're here, and then think about if you're riding here, everyone's supporting you and following you and crossing their fingers for you. It's, it's just, it's a it's a horrible thing to happen. So I'm devastated for that. Um, I was excited to get out and walk the course. My feet have been wet all day. I think this is probably. I don't know if they'll dry out between now Blisters and when for we you leave. Tomorrow. <laughs> well, no, I mean not blisters, but I feel like probably by the time we leave here on Sunday, twenty third, I'll have trench foot, <laughs> but. Uh, Jen has some exciting what, news for us. What's up, Jen? They just did the medal ceremony for Team Raining. And what do we have? USA takes gold. No oh, wow. Way. Yay. I can't who tell. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, right? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and they, by the way, have won gold every WAG. Go yeah. USA. Yeah. Yes, Team Gold. I couldn't tell who got bronze and silver because their shirts didn't say what country they were. <laughs> okay. So we know that USA has gold. Yeah. Breaking news here at the Breaking end of the news. show. There we go. They, they're literally handing them their flowers right now. Congratulations to Team USA and the individual competitions will continue tomorrow in raining. Uh, my, I, can't, I think my thoughts are the same as yours. It was a wild day. Probably one of the wildest days at a WEG as far as 
tempers flaring over at Endurance. It was exciting, but not in the way we anticipated. No, it was not that way, and, and I'm very, it is sad. It is sad to see that. It's a shame. We are posting a ton of stuff over yep. at 2018 Wag Show's Facebook page. I mean, you're through other media outlets, you kind of get a filtered what they're allowed to post, and it's all right and tidy. Ours is not. You're getting raw from the WAG. We're doing Facebook Lives. We're posting a bunch of pictures. We're untidy. We're untidy. That's right. <laughs> You're getting the untidy reporting here from, but we're doing a lot of it and I think it's a lot of fun. People seem to be enjoying it. So head on over to 2018 WAG show. If you don't like it yet, please do like it. And we also announce when the shows are coming out and everything. You just went by a picture on your Facebook page of the hurricane of, of Auntie Flo. And it is huge. Oh my God. It's grown over 200 miles wider in the what the lat today. Ugh. Yeah. All right, you there you we don't go. Know. <laughs> it's already reached category four, and it's been intensifying quickly. But we're having fun here at Weg. Speeding up to 55 mile per hour in less than a day. It's on its way, people. There we go. Let's uh, sign off, guys. I'm right. really tired. Let's go. Let's head out of here. Follow us at 2018wegshow.com. You can find us on any podcast player or also the Horse Radio Network app. You can search Horse Radio Network, iOS or Android. Thank you to our sponsors, Kentucky Forest Products, Horseware, Bates Saddles, and Bed and Barn Farms. Thanks, yeah, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night for another day of coverage from the 2018 Wegshow.